It's May 20th, 2021, and this is Dispodopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams. Your dreams in Sunday, your rainbow will come shining through. No matter how hard it's screaming, if you keep on believing, the dreams that you wish will come true. All right, those. So thank you for joining us on another uh, Dispodopolis today. This is episode number forty-five. That's right, girls and boys, forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. It is. For us, it's amazing. And this is our fourth year, so we're pretty excited. And Fiona is going to be graduating in less than a month. So that's exciting for her. And it's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And happy birthday. To my brother. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. To me. Oh, because you had your birthday a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. Fiona is officially 19 years old. Wow, there's so much to celebrate, right? I know, it's crazy. It's crazy, which means I have to bump my age up to 39 to be of any respectable uh, age, right? So that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Okay. <laughs> how old does that make me? <laughs> 35? You want 35? All right. <laughs> 35. I'm, good. I'm good with that. <laughs> good with that. Sure. All right. Unless you want to be 29. Do you want to be 29? (laughs) No, I don't want to go back to my 20s. Thank you very much. Nope. 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 Quite all right. (laughs) Come on. It'll it'll make you look more handsomer. (laughs) I was a train wreck in my 20s. So, no, not going going back to my 20s. (laughs) I'm doing much better now than I did in my 20s. You would look like Teen Hercules. (laughs) Teen (laughs) Hercules. Yeah. All right, Fiona, why don't you say hi to everybody out there? Uh, ha- happy birthday, all you worthy. Worthy. Yeah, we've been working on our T8 sounds. Viewers. Yes. Oh, and uh, okay, so, and why we're working on our T8 sounds, Fiona's giggling over here. Uh, Fiona <laughs> saw uh, Wayne's World for the first time. I know it's totally off topic. Yes, but um, so, because she really, like, she's heard references from it and was really curious about it. And There's so, so many YouTube ads. Right. Yes. And, and the, the whole, like, mm-hmm. Shrek influence. Right. Yes, the same actor. Yeah, so she's having a lot of fun with We're Not Worthy. <laughs> so something new for her. And it's, about, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just a bunch of like shaggy tone voices that just cracked me up in that movie. Yes, yes, that's yeah. There's a lot of that going Zoinkers. on. That's good. Something new for Fiona, but good memories for us. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Ryan, why don't you say hi to everybody out there? 
Well, happy Mother's Day to my mom and to Aunt Dolores and to all of our listeners joining in. Thank you for listening to us. And if you're a mom, happy Mother's Day to you. And then um, if you're having a birthday, happy (laughs) birthday, because there seems to be a lot of birthdays right now. So that's good. Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. And those of you who are not having a birthday, a very merry unbirthday to you. And Ryan, you're looking a little eighties with that with that rainbow crop top. Well uh tank top. Tank top. <laughs> I went too fancy right there. Crop tops are kind of in for guys right now, but I'm not going to wear one. So well, I'm just gonna stick with my tank top. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm not in my twenties. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And not gonna try to be. <laughs> Please don't. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right, and I'm Colleen, and yeah, like I said, happy Mother's Day to my mom and Aunt Lynette, and um, I hope you guys are having a lovely Sunday afternoon, as we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fiona, do you want to uh, dive into our question now, or? Okay, yes. Because it's kind of extensive. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I know, I know, Mom, you're not too stressed about it. Nope, I'm not. we just basically like the, like, like the work, like the work, the these weeks than than watch movies oh okay yes so our question for the today is is what 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 movie would could you show your kids or 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 just typically uh, other uh, or just typically everyone to get ready for upcoming attractions at the parks yeah, so what movie do you want to sit down and watch and prepare your family and spend time with them getting ready for the new attractions that are coming to the Walt Disney World Park and uh, the Disneyland Resort also? So we're going to jump both coasts and see where everything lies. Okay, Fiona, who's going first? I'll go first. All right, Fiona's I've, ready for this I've one. I've been asking this a couple of times. Okay. So, um... um um, Tron, but I would say, man, I would say Tron, Tron Legacy, because it feels like that, that gets out most, most of the references for, for the new Tron ride. Okay. So you think that the new Tron ride is better to watch the Tron Legacy movie than the Tron movie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yes, it's been referenced. It's been referenced in the Disney Disney games I've been recently playing. Oh, okay. And which games are those? Like Disney Battle Heroes. Okay. Yeah, you've been really into that game lately. <laughs> like, there's this one character, Kevin Flint, who I was like, "Who are you?" I, I, <laughs> but then I realized like the technique and this 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 flowing of him, and I was I was guessing, oh, he might be from Tron. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Flynn, yes. He's from the, the arcade. Okay, cool. So, you, yeah, so Fiona, I, we've watched the original movie, Tron. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but it feels like the key characters are being more referenced from the new one. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I really don't know a whole lot about that ride uh, and what's going on with it backstory-wise. So, yeah, absolutely. And I did not watch Tron back in the days. That was not a movie that interested me. I mean, the year that it came out, I was, I'm not really a sci-fi, and I'm not a video person, video game person. So I mean, all, all you know, oh, wow. they basically drive motorcycles. 
Yeah, the light cycles. Light yeah. Cycles. Yeah, Ryan, you, yeah. did you see that in the movie theater? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, uh, I think I do. Cassie, that some parts of the old one were, was were kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it can get it, it gets a little slow in parts. I can see that. Yeah, it, both 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 the original and the new one can, but I find them both entertaining. But yeah, no, I watched them both. Okay. And the original Tron that came out in the 80s, I mean, it was about the same time that the Disney Channel was being created. So they showed it on the Disney Channel, too. So I watched it. Yeah, so I watched it on both the Disney Channel and in the theater. I loved it. It had some very cutting edge um, movie techniques in it, too. Yeah, yeah. The technology in that movie is far, far exceeds the abilities of that period. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. So it's it's fascinating. Love it. Love that. I think, and I like the I like the music that goes along with both of them. So it's fun. All right. Cool. Yeah. So we're gonna watch that real soon. The Tron Legacy movie. Right. Yeah. It's a Family. I thought they saw it getting removed from Plus, but I think I think it was just my Mm. account or something. Okay. So we have to go and check and make sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Who's up next? Ryan's up next because I haven't decided yet. I know this is a hard one to decide because there's there's several that I would choose from, but I'm gonna deviate from what I originally was saying um, beforehand, and I'm gonna go with the Princess and the Frog. Oh, okay. And um, the retheming of Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog because I love that film. I do, I, and I love the music. The music in that film makes me so happy. I think it's a great story with great characters and I'm just really excited that they're coming into the park. You know, um, Tiana is an amazing character who's, who, who has a lot of depth to her for a Disney princess. And so I enjoy that. And then I also just like some of the side characters like Dr. Facilier mm-hmm. um, and their walk around characters. Oh, are some of the best meet and greets like the Dr. Facilier, mm-hmm. but also Tiana. They're so much fun to like, it's like you know sometimes people skip the character interactions but uh, yeah, I, I, with dr facilier and tiana i'm just like they, they would, i think it would turn you into a character and action lover so i'm excited about the growth of that inside the theme parks and i think it also fits really well next to Norland square mm-hmm. um and in uh, disneyland so i think it's going to just kind of be a really good blend of New York, New Orleans Square into Critter Country. Yeah, and I'm sorry for the folks who really want to keep those classical characters from Song of the South, even though that that film might be never seen again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I, I like that they built that ride there, and I really enjoy Splash Mountain, and I enjoy the music of it, but they have not kept it up. Um, mm-hmm. It's... It definitely needs an overhaul and i i'm curious to see what they'll do with the princess and the frog because i think they'll do an amazing job especially after watching a very tiny tiny version of what they can do with the frozen ever after ride like seeing Mm -hmm. that and seeing how it can be applied to splash mountain i'm super excited about the technology and the storytelling they can do there and there's so much more of a story with princess and the frog to develop into splash mountain than there mm-hmm. ever was with uh the song of the south uh characters I mean, I mean it's not like they they both have african-american 
main characters. They do. Both those movies did. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, true. So maybe that that's yeah. why they connect to it. Right. Well, they're both from they're both tales from the south. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So and I, you know, um, you know, not too far off time period wise either. Right. Um, I think. Yeah. Tiana's a little because I think it's the 1920s, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the other yeah. one I think is like the 1870s. So yeah. about 50 years later. I, but who does not like the whole concept of jazz in New Orleans and just all that mysterious mm. wonder I about mean, that we, area we just, and that time period? Like, we just had soul. Oh, we had soul. Now, that's uh, New York jazz. Well, yeah, that's uh-huh. a little different. Uh, that's modern days. So. True. A <laughs> hundred years later. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The parts if someone makes a new... De- Disney real life timeline. Yeah. (laughs) On the fly. We're thinking about on the fly. Yep. So, yeah, no, I I love, no, I really do love the music that they did for Princess and the Frog. Yeah. It's very catchy. What about about the reference? I mean, what about the restaurant that kind of represents the color palettes of the film? Oh, okay. Um, Our. Uh oh. Are you talking about the restaurant at the end of the movie? No. No. There was there was something that probably the Disneyland that was like a, a Well, they have the French the market. Ca- Cafe Orleans and the French market. Yeah. Well, I mean both of those. Mm. Um, okay. I know I kind of lo- lost it here. <laughs> That's okay. But they are kind of it is kind of it, the New Orleans that's in Disneyland is a bit more of a historic New Orleans, you know, it's not like a modern day New Orleans. Oh, oh, definitely. True. It's definitely from yeah. that, that time period of Princess and the Frog. Yeah. So I think, I think it's just going to really expand that area um, and blend really well into it. So I'm excited for it. I know it's also coming to Disney World and, and, and their um, frontier land, uh-huh. um, but I do think it fits a little bit better into... <laughs> Disneyland than it does it, but it'll fit fine there. It'll be fine. Well, I'll, I'll squeeze it. In. No, it'll fit. Yeah, it'll fit fine. It's 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 because oh. it's kind of. Um, I don't know if, if Splash Mountain ever really worked next to Big Thunder Mountain as <laughs> that's the most uh, what would it be compressed area of the South next to the West ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of not now. I'm kind of thinking like Splash Mountain shouldn't be attached to Big Thunder. Oh, well, yeah, that's where they had room to build it, essentially. Yep. Okay, Fiona, what are you holding Someday up for us? Someday my prince will come. Okay, so Fiona is holding up uh, her little, the cousin of Kermit uh, figurine that his she nephew. for her birthday. Yeah. And yeah, his, his nephew, right? Just, oh, did I say cousin? Yeah, nephew, sorry. I just instrued it for the princess and the frog. Prince, there's your talk. Oh, uh, there's the frog. I gotcha. <laughs> Fiona's into all things green, right? How about you, Colleen? Okay, so I'm just going to go with the obvious because I love a good roller coaster. Just. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, it's like a lady. Yeah, so um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, just take me there. I'm going to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. And who knows when part three will come out? Yeah, who knows? 
I mean, they didn't. Uh, we do. They announced when part three is coming oh. out, 2022. Okay, so we have a year. Uh, next year, of course. Yeah. It's next I think, year. Or, or did they say 23? I forget. It's it's <laughs> coming, but they didn't. They just announced when it was coming out. Okay, but yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy, it's opening up next year, right? They couldn't get it open for this year. Right. Okay. Yes. Be, be yeah. It just got to be you know too much with with um covid oh absolutely absolutely so i'm expecting super awesome roller coaster fun on this they did show the cars and how they spin and twirl so that'll be fascinating because i love movement and what they did with the tower of terror and how they turned the into the guardians of the galaxy i mean they did such an amazing job with the graphics and the repeatability of it and just the fun atmosphere. So I'm expecting more fun. And, you know, I'll take more fun any yeah. day. May 23rd, 2023. So okay. two years. That makes just sense. Just over two years. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, I think they might have wrapped up filming on it. Well, it's going to take a long time to get that puppy just together. Now. It's not because of the COVID co- consequences. Yeah, and they were also doing the filming of the of the stuff for the ride too at the same time. Oh, nice! Yeah, so you'll have like the characters from the movie in in it. Yeah, so it's like almost any any Marvel movie if if you're in your 13, 13 years for Marvel Land. Thirteen years. Age thirteen. Oh, age thirteen plus. Oh, because they're PG thirteen movies. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> 13. <laughs> well, that's an unlucky number. All right. So real quick, we'll just talk about Ratatouille is coming out. So And Ratatouille was, was kind of like one of those films I didn't have like fully memorized at first. Right. Did we see that recently? Yeah. Okay. We did. Elias turned on for us. Yeah. <laughs> I am loving how my son is like, Saturday, he's like, okay, we're going to watch Disney Plus and I'm picking a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's anything Pixar. It's gonna be anything Pixar. Yeah, so we watched Ratatouille last weekend and this weekend it was Up. Uh no, not this weekend. Oh, what was it this weekend? Dang it. Well no, that wasn't that wasn't Pixar. It was actually Walt Disney. He did Big Hero Six. Oh, but that was when we had electricity out and water systems out. Oh, when we watched Up. Okay, yeah, that was a while ago. No, that... when we watched Big Hero Six. Yeah. Oh, Big Hero Six? Yeah. We just watched it this weekend. Did you just put it on? Oh, you weren't awake yet. <laughs> I, oh, no wonder why. You slept through it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Do we have any other runner-ups that we want to mention? Let's see. Um, okay. Do you want to mention this book? Yeah, so okay. there's this. You watch this, the Spider-Man films. Not for a uh, Spider-Man adventure, web Spider-Man adventure, even though it feels like Disney Plus could remove, like one of their TV shows. There was uh, a rumor. There's a lot of Spider-Man out there. I mean, yeah. A lot of TV shows, a lot of movies, and I'm, reboots and reboots of reboots. I mean, half, honestly, how how. Half half of the entertainment didn't make the plus because half of it was made by Sony. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's definitely a lot of it out there. Yeah, that one should be interesting too, because that's um it seems like you're gonna you're wrangling up spider bots and save the campus from havoc. 
So this one could go either way with me. Yeah. Because we'll, have, we'll to have to see. Like, yeah, it's kind of like it'll be interesting. No, oh, absolutely. I'll write it. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. I'm kind of like thinking like a Toy Story sort of game that they're you know your Toy Story Midway Mania kind of right, thing, but with, right. with, with with different sort of ride vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So sort sort of along that feel, but. But like with Spider Man and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So. And I'm expecting better technology in a like 5.0 Toy Story. Right. Yeah. 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 Taken to the next level because you know they've had that tech for a little bit. Oh. Yep. 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 All right. We good? Sure. And, and, and you know, and you know who who I would who I would I would have my hands for taking pictures by by the overlay of Splash Mountain. Oh, the little froggies? Yes. 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 I have so froggies. many I have so many f- frog merch in my home. Yes, we have a lot of green. Amphibian-ish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frogs and toads. And there is the show Amphibia. Oh, yeah. That new um that's the Disney XD, right? Yeah, it was cats. It's around the that cartoon point. Yeah, for a little older crowd. All right, cool. Now it's time to head over to Area 71. joining us on another episode of Dispodopolis and tonight girls and boys we are going to be talking about the rest of our trip to Walt Disney World that we experienced over our spring break and within my bounding each day challenge yes yes so the next place that we went to was uh, Hollywood Studios and like we said um, in our previous episode we were staying at a hotel we're staying off campus so we were driving and parking every day, which was interesting. I, I thought it actually would be a, a bigger task than it was, honestly. But I think some of that is just due to the fact that the parks are a lot less crowded right now. So driving through all the um, all the different roads and everything, we never hit traffic at all. There was never a point where we were bottlenecked. It was never a point where we didn't know how long it was going to take us. It never took us more than 15 minutes to get anywhere, which is really, really nice, actually. So the only time we had to stop was to, you know, show our passes, our annual passes to park. But other than that, it wasn't bad. And I think some of it has to do because they don't have those evening shows anymore. So you don't have that drop dead moment when everyone's clearing out of the park i mean you do have the end of the day where people are ending you know leaving but you're yeah, not like, seeing these rushes like does it feel weird not hearing like being the beast from from outside oh when you're walking down like towards tower to- terror yeah 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 it's really strange uh, yeah, every, everything is just quiet for, throughout <laughs> the parks which i think it seems normal but too different a little too quiet. 
Well, as I use, usually when I'm liking the Go to Hollywood series, I always hear the shows. Uh huh. And like with an Indiana Jones. Yeah, no explosions. Indiana Jones. Uh huh. No Beauty and the Beast. So, but the titchies, titchies. <laughs> yeah, they've they've got that all closed off right now because of it's probably just not advantageous for them to do it because the seating would be so small, and then you have a lot of people on stage that interact with each other. So it sounds like parking was simple, simple to get into the in and out of the parking lots. Right, right, yeah. And we parked fairly close, too, just because there weren't the crowds, the, you know, that well, were the, going, the, going making in. Making a friend's hall. Pardon? In the making a friend's hall. Oh, yes, yes. So we're looking at our pictures. So we were in the Mickey section 308 to 309. <laughs> Gotcha. Were, were they were they running any parking trams or were no. those all okay? So you got to walk. Yeah. So you, yeah. So if you have a problem walking, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> going to Walt Disney World is probably not. Yeah. You probably <laughs> first, <I'm sure. laughs> you're gonna I'm, walk. I'm sure. Even if they have trams. <laughs> to drop off closer, if you need to be mm. dropped off closer, but to keep that in mind, you know, well, I mean, you'd have to take the trams. Don't really have handicap. So you park in the front when you're handicapped, but (laughs) so the, I, you know, we, so the Hollywood studios, we had, I had zero problems uh, getting the 7am reservation on rise of the resistance, but I also have this down to a fine art. Uh, You know, all of our tickets are already connected in my my Disney experience app. I know they're kind of changing that, but that's none of them are swept away. I have them all looked up, hooked up, and uh, when I go to select it, I don't even read. I just hit, 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 <laughs> green, 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 because <laughs> there's like three different screens that you have to go through, and I didn't even know if I got or not. I just said, okay, 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 and then <laughs> I popped up later, and I think we were in group uh, 16 or 17, and the parks were opening I think around like 10 or no 11 they were opening up at, no that was Epcot sorry 10 o'clock and uh, we still can't make it on time at 10 o'clock it's really embarrassing <laughs> we're just not morning people so we finally we got there and one thing to keep in mind is once you have a spot they're pretty flexible on you not getting there right in your zone because they understand uh, that, you know, everything doesn't go as planned on a vacation. Sometimes you have restaurant reservations. Sometimes, you know, you're in line for a different ride. You know, we just showed it to them. We didn't have any issues at all. I'm sure if people start really abusing that, they will. But, you know, I think we didn't have an issue because, you know, it was like, if you're getting a 7 a.m. and... We were there, I think at 12, and the park opened at 10. They're not going to, you know, you don't get to pick what time you want to come back. So I think that's one of the reasons they're being very lenient on that, because they know, you know, what they pick may not be the optimum time for your family. So that wasn't an issue. Um, that's good to hear that they're being flexible with it. And again, like, you know, not, you know, it's not like you were trying to go at, you know, an hour before park closing, you know, you were there mm-hmm. within 
a reasonable amount of time trying to get there. So, right, we were in the ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were on vacation. I'm glad as long as you're, there's well, a yeah. there's at least an attempt. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and that was the thing is I think it was they gave us a time. So they said to be at the park around an hour, it would take like an hour and 40 minutes. And it only took an hour to get to our number. So that was like one of the things we're like, oh, well, oops. <laughs> you know, they're having a good day. <laughs> Everything's running, which is good because it means a lot of people got through that day. But it also means we're going to be late. Whoopsie daisies. <laughs> Yeah, but the system is fairly flexible, so they can start calling other boarding groups too. Right, right. So that's it. If like they people can aren't really... showing up, they can start mm-hmm. filling in the system and getting everything in. Um, and the ride, yeah, everything was working on the ride this time. Everything flowed real smoothly. We saw everybody we were supposed to see, and I'm glad uh, Jeff got to ride it again. My husband got to ride it again this time because there were a lot of things. He's like, oh. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I didn't see that before. And, and that, because it's so, there's so much depth in everything that they do. Like when you're in that shuttle, uh, when it's, you're, you're blasting off the planet, right? And then you're sucked into one of the ships of the um, First Order. You're, you don't see everything in there because you've got General Akbar. They have an animatronic in there. They've got little boards lighting up so you can see outside. They've got things all over the wall. They've, you know, so there's a lot going in that little room and you're moving and jostling around it the whole time. So it's definitely something you can do three, four. I mean, this is, I think our fourth time on it and I'm, you know, you're still getting different perspectives and different things to see in the different views. So oh, yeah. We, I hear it's super, super detailed. So that's good. It's It has a lot of repeat, repeatability. It does. Yeah. And it's just so fun. You know, it's just a really enjoyable ride. It's one of those things. I, I can't imagine it ever not being popular because you know, there's so many aspects of it. You're like, oh, sure, I'll go on that ride. And um, I don't know if I go on it more than once. There's not a whole lot of rides I go on more once in a day. I think the roller coasters, I think, are the only thing that I would go on more than once. But I'm a big roller coaster, just thrill rider, and I love the adrenaline rush. What about you, Fiona? What about roller coasters? Like, what would you go on more than once if you were in the parks? Um, I think for for ride for. for 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 rides and taking a break from watching stuff, I would say the Slinky Dog. Yeah, that's a good roller coaster. Because I feel like if I do, I would choose an indoor 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 show 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 like like the Muppets. It felt like that would take a long time passing through. <laughs> it's good to get out out of the heat, though. I mean, yeah. Uh huh. But I think Slinky Dog, Slinky Dog. I, like I said, fills the energy for me. Yeah, that's definitely one you can go on over and over. I like that one, too. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. But you even went on that more than once an evening, right? Uh, I think we went on it three or four times. Yeah. Oh, it's... Which, it's... Is, which is crazy, but that's... <laughs> there just happened to not be really a line for it, so there you go. 
But that's one of those rides that you definitely can do that, though. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. And enjoy it, too, each time. Mm-hmm. And if you get to ride in different parts in the train and stuff, I mean, that's just bonus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm not getting, when we go on the Millennium Falcon ride, I'm I'm still, like, love getting pictures inside the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah, just to show off the fans. Like, go sit over there. You have to get a picture and at the chess table. The, the fans with you are happy. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so this time I got to be the pilot that goes up and down and does the, you know, jump to light speed, which is super fun, right? The jump to light speed. But I yeah. definitely like controlling the Millennium Falcon going right to left is better than up and down. Okay. I blew it big time. Up and down. <laughs> I would think that's that one's hard to get used to. Uh-huh. Like left to right, I'm good. It's like a true it's a true like kind of yolk flying yolk. Um as you like like yeah, you, pull back. you know yeah, you have to pull back to go up, I believe. Yeah, one of the problems is is, is the perception, like how yeah. much to pull back and how much to go forward. It's yeah. odd because you don't feel it, right? Yeah. Where you f- I felt like there was a little more pull on the left to right, and I could tell, like, and manage what I was doing. Where the yep. up and down, I was, like, having a lot of depth issues. Or I could be going blind, you know, either one. Well, it's just getting used to the sensitivity of the actual controller, too. It's not, that's not easy. It's not. All right, Fiona, do you have anything else you want to say about Star Wars Land, or you want to head into your beaker outfit? Uh, okay, uh, well, well, I was gonna say, but but for a little out- outfit outfit re- review. All right. So I I chosen as Beaker just 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 to show. Oh, uh, just to show off any cast members' per- personalities when when I go, in in the Muppets area, but. But I know mainly I got I got called when when I was going, go going for the parking lot and 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 sc- scanning their areas. One one woman was like, "Uh, let me guess, you you really love the Muppets." And and fun fact, oh, um, mom made buttons for me just to make sure anyone gets gets stuck on looking at me. <laughs> Right, so I made little tiny personal buttons so with the face of the character that she's supposed to be in case somebody was a little confused or didn't know what she was going to be for that day. Because, you know, sometimes when you're bounding, it can be a little difficult. Not what people are expecting either is Muppets. <laughs> well, we can't, well, I, that's unexpected. We can't see anyone dressed up as like princesses, Pixar characters, or Star Wars. Right, not a whole lot of bounding with the Muppets, but you had fun with it. Um, y- yes, and then she was like, "Now I need to go watch the show again." <laughs> the and Muppet Three D. I, th- I think I think they I think she met the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show from the nineteen seventies. I was like, "It's on Plus." Just to remind you. <laughs> oh. And then the password was like, "Come on, there, Beaker! Come on, there, Beaker!" I was surprised he he knew my name. He he knew the name of my outfit. Right. Well, we did have. I made her a special headband, um, that had I took 
Um, the wool felt that I really love. It's like a, it's a hundred percent wool felt and you know, it's, um, what do they call that? I can't remember. Anyway, it's a boiled wool felt. And so, you know, like, and I cut out a flames for, because he has that crazy orange hair, right? Was, so I cut out a flame is, pattern. the easy way of doing it. Yeah. And just looking online at orange felt, orange, like hair felt. Right. And I went, if I wanted to make it something a little more stable that looked professional. Yeah. And was, really stood out. Now I'm seeing why you just chose normal fabric. Right. Yeah. So we did the orange felt and then I did a lighter felt to kind of give it a depth perception on the flames. And then we did two eyes, the big white eyes and the black pupils. And then we took an orange, like a clown nose, a, a foam clown nose and cut it in half and then sewed it. I'm surprised this worked, but it worked. Yay. <laughs> sewed it on to the bottom of the, right between the two eyes at the very bottom, onto the headband. My sibling's kind of common. It looks like an alien's popping out of your brain. There you go. An alien was popping out of her brain. <laughs> I'm a psycho character. <laughs> and fun fact, we, we kind of re reused stuff from my Halloween costume. Yes, yes. So you had the green tie and the green checkered shirt. We bought you a sweater, though, to kind of soften the feel instead of wearing a lab coat around Hollywood Studios all No. Day. So what we found, found is, is like a gen, general kid kid size flowy jack, jacket. And the stag of it, I thought it, it looked much like a doctor's coat. And... and the felt of it, of the material, I, I thought it looked like the type of and, and dry fleece from, from the puppets. Yeah, and then I, I, sew, I sewed some buttons onto it because you want some Labco buttons. Yeah, but it, it's pretend so far. We did have, kind of had a bit of a struggle. Oh, are you going to cut holes through my lab coat? Are you going to strap it with a belt? And I didn't like the look of it. But apparently, I just deal with it with it down because that's that's how my perfect perfect looks turn out in my brain. Mm -hmm. And then we, you wore your black and brown and white checkered pants yes. and, and your red and white socks, striped socks, and Converse shoes. Your black your black Converse. Yes, you wore lace up shoes, people. You have no idea what a big deal that is. It's huge <laughs> because it's it's one of the key. Key characters to these puppet characters. Yes. Yeah, and who who knows how how long? Yeah, just ask me how long does it take for me to tie my shoes? How long does it take you, Fiona? Just the, a bunch of practice laps, but then I'm I'm done. I'm done. Your turn, mom. Yeah. So we're still learning how to tie our shoes. Tying shoes is uh. One of those things that's very difficult for children with our and adults with autism. It just is. It's one of those. It's because it's very like it's a very three dimensional, and it's one of those things that's really really difficult for them to learn. So we're working on it. We're still working on it. And, and it's like the basic tips. Oh, oh! If you if you already create a costume of your favorite care. And and you want an outfit that looks like your favorite character, but you can't wear a full-on costume. Just take some materials out of it and make it look normal. Right. It's mostly about coloring. Sure. And I I and and 
And yes, I, I, I was totally needed to talk to anyone. Yes, you enjoyed um, talking with many cast members that liked your outfit, right? Because I thought, I thought I'll be in peril if, if I just make the noises. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pictures of Beaker around that area by the Muppet 3D Vision. Yeah, from the destruction tapings, which I did not notice that before. Yeah, so because she wanted to take her picture by every picture of Beaker in this area. So we took a lot of a lot of pictures is what happened. <laughs> Sorry if this not if this isn't a popular area in the Hollywood studios, but I like the Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's plenty of them over here. And yeah. we all had fun seeing the movie the three D yeah, which is, that's like now my Mr. Toad type thing. Yeah, this is your Mr. Toad of Walt Disney World pretty much, huh? And did I realize that 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 emerald looks like the beast? Oh, it's a lion. Yeah, so uh, on the side, well, the Muppet store is closed. The stage one store that uh, you see right really outside the I really want that to open vision. because I don't remember being there. And I think I saw an image of, 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 of that. It's like a plaza type tent like having a face with eyeballs and a nose and oh the, the trimming, awning yeah the trimming the that that could be his teeth oh gotcha gotcha okay so she's looking at the awning that's outside this stage one door and she thinks it looks uh like teeth well i thought i saw an image where it had a face oh okay on so Google. there's no face right now yeah yeah it's a lot going on on that wall though because it's splattered with paint and there's a professor Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, like there's a little globe and they painted it green with his glasses and Kermit's head is huge painted on there and there's purple paint splattered and pink paint splattered. Lots of messy. I think, I think, I think I'm getting cued. This was based on the Muppet movie song. Can you picture that? When they colored their, their car. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. And we, we got to. Guess what? We got two kids as Bo Peep and Woody, which is very common. <laughs> yes. All right. Now we're going to talk about what happened when we went on the Mickey Minnie run- Runaway Railroad ride. Okay. So, so yes, clumsy ride. And I did spot a po- poster that related to science, which, which was like. Oh, you're talking about the, the posters that Professor they have. Von Drake. Short split distance, split, split decision. decision. I think I I remember seeing that where they they kind of like split up Donald's personalities. Oh, that's why we took a picture of it because science. Yeah. For the beaker, gotcha. All right, so we took a picture of it with Beaker, and he's a scientist. Yeah, and and fun fact, just just for if people still got confused, I was carrying on Kermit. Mm-hmm. So. This is me going absent-minded. Yes, so there's a good reason they tell you to take off your sunglasses and your hats and your headbands when you ri- when you ride the Mickey Minnie Railroad rail- Runaway Railroad. Because obviously ride. there were times where where Ella lost her own her own mini ears. I I no, she never lost her ears on a ride, but. But Elias feel, lost his Texas Ranger baseball hat. That was a very sad day. Oh, I feel well. I thought at Disneyland she lost ears. No, no. 
I must be absent-minded on that part. Well, she okay, so she's a little dramatic, and she'll be like, where's my ears? Where's my ears? And so she never actually lost them, but she did make exclamations many times that she had lost her ears. So I'm sure it's very confusing sometimes. But uh, so there's a whirlwind scene in the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railroad ride and a big gushes of wind come blowing through there. And at one point, it must have hit Fiona's headband. And I turned around and it was gone. Flipped back into the distance, I'm assuming. Right. Yes, I was beaker on that ride. Right. Totally beakered. (laughs) <laughs> I got beakered, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, something bad happened to me. Right, right. So, yeah. Anyway, so that um, caused a lot of stress for the rest of the day. And Fiona was worrying a lot about when, where, how, and why <laughs> this all happened. Uh, we, um, there is, you know, if you go to guest services, uh, they... Um, can kind of talk to you, but most, so, okay. So in the past, when we've lost things at, at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, you'd go to guest services and they would fill out a form with you and, and then it would, you know, go into their system and they, you know, they'd get your number so they could call you back, you know, whatever they needed to do to talk to you, that sort of a thing. But now they really have it where they send you to a website and you fill out your information on it, give them as much detail as possible, you know, what park, what day, about what time, uh, where you are, description of the piece. And then it goes into this mega system. And apparently at Disney Springs is where they have the lost and found. And while we were there, you know, so the minute that happened, we kind of like put our, we went to guest service to see if anybody had turned it in, that sort of thing, but that hadn't happened. So then you need to go fill out the form on the website. So we did that and they, you know, they send you an email confirmation. Like they couldn't find it for like one day. Right. And a lot of times what they're doing too at the parks is they're not taking anything up to the front. I was trying to hold in my tears. Yes, you were. You're doing a good job. They don't take anything to the front until the end of the day when they walk, do like a final walk through the attraction and then, you know, bring it up to the front and then it go, it gets bagged and tagged and taken out, you know, to the Disney Springs area where they have their lost and found. And it's a little disconcerting because you're not, you feel very disconnected from uh, being able to kind of say what you need to say and tell them where things are. And they didn't find it while I was there. And we actually got an email saying, oh, we're really sorry. We can't find your uh, item. But And kind of like that was a closed situation. We we can't find something that that is not made by the cast cast members of Disney. Right. Uh, It wasn't something we had bought at Disney. uh, Because, you know, I had made it. So, uh, anyway... Uh, about three days ago, I got an email from Walt Disney World telling me they had found it and they're going to be emailing it to us. So somebody had a really good day. <laughs> day. But then on it, it was about on that day, I lost something again. Yes, that, that was an accident. Somebody accidentally threw one of your pictures away. Yes. Yes. But since you told me to grow up, I redrew it. 
I said, no, I, well, I told you this was part of growing up. <laughs> that losing things or, you know, things actually getting thrown away is part of growing up. And, and being things able that to you think that. is, is like, like perfect. And, you know, well, you know, no, there's no perfect scenario and that you could draw it again. And, you know, there'll be many, many times in your life when something you spent a lot of time on will get destroyed or misplaced so you know it's just something you had to work through but at the prime time cafe yeah i i was kind of on the ins- inside crying for a bit mm-hmm. but when the waiter kind of looked at my baby kermit plus she was like hey you got some some, some like envy on the table move that off <laughs> as everyone's trying to trying to echoes Act like cranky waiters. Yeah, so we went to the primetime, uh, 50s primetime cafe at Hollywood Studios. Have you ever been there, Ryan? I know we've talked about it before. Yes, I, and I like that restaurant. I think it's, I think it, I think the food there is good, and then it's just a fun themed atmosphere. Yeah, it really is. It's really fun, and and we enjoyed it. We had a great waiter this time. He was really a kidder and had a lot of fun with us and he liked beaker <laughs> and you know fiona explained to her her mishap and um he was really kind and brought her one of those glow ice cubes <laughs> in her beverage so that was really sweet because i was just well also i was just frustrated mm-hmm. that when 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 key fiend on my outfit was gone Right. Well, your headband. Yeah. Absolutely. It is nice for that cast member to bring a glow cube, too. That makes, I don't know, I like this. Mm-hmm. I love glow, cube, glow ice cubes. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, so, I just like the background part where you just have the Mickey Mouse Club intro. Well, I, well this, is, this is kind of silly, but I wanted to see if they had, because I couldn't remember the, you know, they, they had the little TVs from the 50s in there and they do, they put little snippets together as shows from that period. And they did have a couple snippets, snippets of Dick Van Dyke show in there. So I thought that was a nice little tie into the WandaVision. Yeah. Sorry if we 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 have not yet talked about the entire show yet. But, oh, Wandavision. But clue, Dick Van Dyke is Easter egged. Right, right, and of course they have the opening to the 1955 Mickey Mouse Club in there yeah, too, which like, is really cute. I I love Lucy. Uh huh. And uh, like I I marry I marry shows. Oh, I married Joan. I, I think it was Joan. a show. It's really funny. It's a cute show. I actually want to see like real episodes of it. <laughs> just seems, it's funny. Just trying to watch her. She's, they just show a clip of her trying to not eat uh, all her food and kind of uh, spirit, like, slowly consume her breakfast. So she's trying to lose weight. You know, everyone's always on a diet kind of a situation. Of course, she just goes hog wild and eats everything out of the fridge. <laughs> And snippets of news reviews of people boxing underwater. That is so bizarre. No, this is just like that's like the dumbest sport they used to have. Oh, they would just do gimmicky things like that all the time. So what we found was fascinating is they can't make chicken pot pies yet at Walt Disney World. 
Yeah, I know. Don't don't question the crazy. Like there's something about the way they have the different stations lined up. So we could, because that's what I really, really like at the 50s primetime diners or chicken pot pies. They have good meatloaf too. Yeah. Right. The meat. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff well, had the meatloaf. What about the frontier restaurants? Didn't they add something like that? Well, they had it at the, um, oh, yeah, at the Columbia Harbor House. They had the chicken pot pies too, but obviously the Harbor House isn't open right now. I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why. Who knows? I mean, the pot pies at the 50s primetime dinner are, are much better than the ones at the Harbor House, the Columbia Harbor House. So I we landed up getting a lot of Aunt Liz's golden fried chicken because I like a good fried chicken. It feels like technically every every time I get like a chicken meal, I get full already. Oh yeah, there's a lot of chicken in that. I we probably could have bought gotten just, two to split between was, four people. It was just honestly, taking some bones out. Right, and it's like my key part of the dish was the mashed potatoes. <laughs> But still, I have to eat the in- interior first. <laughs> because, like I said, I just eat one thing at a time on my plate. You do. You do only eat things. Now, what was really interesting is uh, they did, obviously they didn't have any menus that they were handing out right now because of COVID. And they would hand out. Oh, yeah. This is what like we did at Red, Red Robin today. Yeah. They had the QV. So they give you a piece of paper with a QVC code on it. And what's really weird is the whole thing is the same. Like at every single restaurant, it has like this brown border and a yellow and a black QVC code. And I think yeah, the script on it is brown. So they're all very, very similar. Then on the very, very bottom in a lighter brown type, it tells you what restaurant it is. It's very, very confusing to me because you could like splatter... The name of the restaurant at the top of it. There's no reason not to. These are all individually printed up. I'm like, why is the name of the restaurant so itsy-bitsy at the bottom? Because I get really confused really fast. If you're looking at boxes of boxes of these, it's not, it's not easy to find your restaurant. It's a very odd choice of design. It's like a secondary thought. Oh, well. It doesn't seem like that's the best marketing strategy either. No, no, I would think, I mean, they can't, you have to take them with you, right? They're not going to redistribute them to somebody else because, you know, they're, uh, you know, trying to contain the germs, but we're like, all right, (laughs) that happened. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we did. And would the totally top it off if I was still full, but I eat dessert anyways. It was just like (laughs) fudge sundae. Is it that ice cream sundae? I think that was it. And you kind of like a, like a, the apple crisp a la mode. Right. We got an ice cream sundae for the kids to split with the hot fudge and everything. It was really good. I mean, you can't go wrong with a hot fudge sundae. And then we got the judicial warm um, apple crisp uh, with lots and lots. It comes with, it's not too huge. And it comes with a big scoop of ice cream. And then the crumble, it's kind of like a crumble. And then with like granola kind of on top and then a really, you know, really nice cinnamon sugar apple on the bottom. So it was good. But the strangest thing about the 50s primetime dinner, 
diner, so I had to be how empty it was. Just shocking. You know, the whole bar area was closed, you know, because they had that lounge bar in there. And everything was kind of like to the left or the right of that. And so they had just big open area where there's just, there's nobody in. You could take some really good pictures of all the decor in there, which is to me is just fascinating. All the mid-century pieces they have floating around in there. So that was cool. But it was kind of, yeah, it was so strange being so empty. Okay, so another adventure tip. If, if I lose something on my head, we try to look in the store to see what looks similar to it. <laughs> so there's nothing orange. No there's orange no ears. ears. Maybe only on Halloween time. Yeah. But what what did... what? But fun fact, orange is a yes, hatred color. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. My middle child does not like orange. But that's okay. So fun fact. I fell. Uh, one of my favorite artists to re- to admire is Jaron. Jared Marioma. Uh, Marioma. Marioma. Who does Sorry. these like like, like simple, s- simple stylized characters with, with like the the dot eyes and, and rose rose cheeks and what he did was this kind of like like plate plate that fe- that featured and. Uh, well, it, it features his fe- style. It features his style. Well, it kind of featured having the stuff in Disney World and have the stuff in Disneyland. Y- yeah, kind of a Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and and it was like it was like the secondary, it was like the secondary art piece I've I've seen with Mister Toad on it. Okay, so uh, Jared Mariyama, he um, is a freelance designer. He had a lot of his stuff at the Wonderground studio and Fiona really fell in love with his stuff uh, and his designs and it's really he's really grown exponentially and has a lot of pieces and they did like a whole kind of a bowl set kind of kitchen stuff um, a tray and so, like a um, kind of like a cake stand even so they did there's a pins and yeah, pin yeah, set, set. Mm-hmm. there was pin set and then a coffee and a little uh, plate, kind of plate to put it on top. It's a flat with some little tchotchkes on it. And there's a really cute flying elephant Dumbo they created and put a succulent in. And then there's a really cute teacup with a rabbit that has... There's thermoses. Uh, yeah, there's some thermoses and little plant coming out the back. So there's a really cute collection, collection that we saw at the park and Fiona just loves his style. It's very simplistic, um, very child like, it's very endearing in a very endearing way. His uh, art is kind of all like that and you can find him a lot of his pieces on Dribble. And we'll or put a link Instagram. on our site to his stuff. And yeah, he has an Instagram. We follow him on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Okay. Let's... Now you want to talk about the super super nice cast member? Yep. But, okay, but since since we since since we fa- failed finding any, anything anything orange, she stopped by me, looked at me a moment, and it was all like she's key. She was keen on my outfit on who who was who I was being, but and apparently, apparently I said there's a there's a flaming hair missing on me. So she keyed Beaker, and it was like, wow, I never seen it, because, like we said in our conversation, 
not that many people do the Muppets, but but when I told my sad story, she finally found something that looked similar, the flaming hair, and it was like they had this after dark villain villain part party with Hades as the host, and I think that was around to that. So we, she found like a, a Hades blue blue hair, blue 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 hair headband. And she she apologized. It's not the right right color, but just look at the shape. Right. So we found that this. She was Fiona was talking to a very sweet cast member on the main Hollywood Studios street. We were in one of the shops, and we decided to see if they had something orange. Uh, Fiona could replace her headband with, but there's nothing, you know, there's nothing orange. And we had actually left the shop. We're over. We had taken some of the kids to the restroom and we were waiting outside and the girl comes out of the shop and brings the Hades headband with the flaming blue hair and says, oh, I'm really sorry. We don't have anything uh, to replace your headband. Um, How would you like this? And she's like, oh, it's, it's yours. Don't worry about it. And we're, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's and really it, sweet. Like, I'm not it whining. Is. Right. Because, you know, Fiona's a little teary-eyed and stuff. And Fiona gets treated really well in the park. She really I'm, does. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I look like some mixture character. With, yeah. with the blue hair so she's wearing the blue and it lights up so that's always I, I cool. know it doesn't look right no but it was fun and it was very sweet of her to try to make your day a little bit better it's a little bit that gets a little it's a punkier beaker yes it is <laughs> punk rock it's punk rock beaker <laughs> or whatever invention he's been touching to make his hair blue mm-hmm. yeah we made sure to take it off every ride we rode the rest of the day <laughs> yeah okay and so we kept it Good for plan. a while after we left vacation vacation i know in toy story land i could feel like one of the trolls yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But so that was nice. And and luckily we were only planned on wearing it the one day, so it wasn't a it wasn't a huge deal that we didn't have it for the rest of the trip and it's coming back, which is nice. Cuz it's a lot of work to make that puppy. <laughs> Fiona, are you excited to get it back? Yes. In case I wear it again. Oh yeah, we're going to definitely have to wear these outfits again. <laughs> well, when it's winter, it, it it's meant to be perfect. Right, winter time would be a very good time for sure. Absolutely. Ryan, do you have any questions about Hollywood Studios? Are we good? I I mean, I so okay that Hollywood Studios um has undergone a lot of renovation recently. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of you know a lot of new rides a lot of old rides taken out how do you how do you like compared to like Hollywood Studios I don't know like ten years ago how do you feel the park is today so much better am I allowed to say that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I know absolutely boring. that's good I'm sure Disney would probably <laughs> love that because they've spent billions of dollars on that park I think I think I think you're approaching billions now. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah. It's just so much more enjoyable as a family, honestly. Um, okay. Because sometimes it would just kind of drag, and it was always a very short day. Um. It, okay, so the only thing that's very strange to me is I don't feel like even – I don't know what the crowd levels are in this park, but mm-hmm. I don't – you can't put many more people in there. So <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do when they go up to the regular numbers. I mean, I know that some – you know, uh, like on the Tower of Terror, you know, they've really cut down the seating and the rock and roller coaster. We've really cut down the seating – I don't. We didn't even go on the rock and roller coaster this time because the lines was just like thank so goodness long. I didn't win on that. What, sweetie? Because I would totally know to take off my headband on that ride. Right, because you know it was like the lines were just astronomical, um, and you just kind of had to like weigh your day. So we didn't. Yeah, if you put the shows back in, it's more than a full day park. I mean, it feels normal situation. like that. Yeah, uh, and then the stores. It turns out I did have a bit of a ex- ex- explore explore line looking for Kermit and Miss Piggy merch. Yeah, they still had a lot of stores closed, like one side of um, the street down to Tower Terror Hollywood Boulevard. It's closed on the left still, and uh, pretty much there weren't any lines to get into any of the stores. Like you could pretty much go in and out. I mean, they had entrances and exits, so they're trying to manage the crowd. I mean, if they probably had orange ears in the closed stores. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I, I think it's a lot better. It really is. I know people really like the the great movie ride, and I did too. But the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railroad is pretty darn good. So. I know. I'm looking forward to writing that sometime, hopefully in the near future. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I enjoyed it immensely. All right. Animal Kingdom? Uh, yes. Yeah, so here we park by the unicorn parking lot. <laughs> we did. And why <laughs> unicorns? It's so funny. That park is nothing like it was ever supposed to be. <laughs> so turned and changed like, at this point. Why does... Why... Why does the Animal Kingdom sign has a have a dragon on it? <laughs> it's still there, still there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was it was some plans they were gonna do at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh for sure. Pandora kind of took over, but Pandora is like this amazing place, so it was well worth. See, that's another thing. that was well worth the wait and time and all the ridiculousness people were saying. That was a lot of fun. So, Animal Kingdom, we really spent this day enjoying the animals. We, you know, did Discovery Island. We did uh, the gorilla little trail they have to see all those animals from And I was trying to find an elephant trail. Yeah. Oh, we were trying to get Fiona's picture with an elephant because today at Animal Kingdom, you're... Um, not a Muppet. Not a Muppet? Dumbo. Not a Muppet. Yes, yes. So Fiona had a much cooler outfit on today. You know, she had is a kind of a sweatshirt. More simplified dress. and recognizable. Yeah, and uh, you had your red and yellow collar on that I made for you. And then we bought the these, which Dumbo is from ears. a nerd costume. Yeah, and uh, well, then you would tell Ryan. Okay, Ryan. So the purse, Timothy Mouse purse, you gave me. Okay, that's what had mm-hmm. the idea to mimic Dumbo. I really like the Dumbo 
that band that you did. I thought that was super cute. Your mom sent me a photo. And the Dumbo mask. Like, that was the only mask that was. Okay, so fun fact. We just wear random masks. Except for the Dumbo one. Yeah. The Dumbo one was Dumbo. It was very intentional. (laughs) So when I was bigger, I was wearing my Mary Aristocat. A little off. But yeah, we Mm -hmm. really decided to just really enjoy this day with the animals because there are so many stinking animals at this park, girls and boys. They got lemurs. I'm looking at my lemurs. They got flamingos. They got flamingos. Flamingos are funny. They're so stinky. (laughs) Spoonbills. Yeah, smelling Dirt. that smelling Dirt. that smell, it reminds me of the San Antonio Zoo. Yes, bird like estuaries and oh, they're just so darn stinky. That's all. Oh, I don't know. Oh, and b- before you kept passing through the the images, I I saw some like Minnie Mouse slippers, uh-huh. and I start insert inserting a like Mar family re- reference. Yes. <laughs> Because Elias was like, oh, remember on Mar Family? Yes, yes. She lost her shoes and her feet were hurting. Well, she didn't lose her shoes. She took them off because she's wearing heels to Disneyland. Never wear heels to an amusement park. No, I thought there was a part where someone took off their shoes on Splash Mountain and they'd start flying off. Oh, well, she did. She had them in her hand and that's how he knew that her feet were hurting. Oh, Oh, and you cannot take your shoes off on Splash Mountain. Don't do it. Like, that makes them super mad. Don't do that. Don't even ask me how I know this. It wasn't me. Wow. (laughs) Somebody took their shoes off and they were getting... Oh, yeah. Put your shoes back on. Put your shoes back on. (laughs) It's almost as good as my dad trying to put the uh, umbrella up on Splash Mountain. Sir, put your umbrella down. My dad would try to put an umbrella up on Splash Mountain. Seriously? <laughs> what a dork. I wonder why that would be a problem. I don't know. <laughs> After going down the, what, 50 foot, oh. well, more than that, that huge drop. I know. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. That's hysterical. You go, Dad. All right. Okay, this He's is never going to live that this one is down. The part, here comes the part where it feels like I'm in trouble. You're, what? <laughs> no, just, just, no, not, not in like this trouble. I mean, I mean, like seeing a movie that I have not seen yet oh, and gotcha, it's already gotcha, gotcha. being populated. All right. So you can tell them what we did at Animal Kingdom? So, animation. They, they had to revise their brand new characters mm-hmm. from. We we had some silly times pronouncing this title of the new movie. It's Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon. Is that correct? I think I'm right. Which sounds like Maya. Yes, you're. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Raya. Yeah, it was the animation experience. So this was really cool. So at the animation experience, they were doing all of the characters from the new movie Raya. So that was fun. And we got to do. I don't even know who this character is. Who's this character? It's one of like. They said that he's like half catfish, or it's a she. There's probably. three, right? This is a girl. Yeah, she's inspired by three animals, right? A catfish, a catfish, and and one of the mon- a monkey. I missed out on the third one. The third one? Okay, let's see. Angus. Angus, I believe. Oh, an Angus. 
And is that the type of an animal monkey? Well, they didn't use real animals. They kind of... No. They were inspired by animals of that region. See, and yeah, I did have a bit of a conversation. A conversation about, oh, will Raya be a new Disney princess or not? Well, she's not a Disney princess, right? Uh, oh, I think it's a Dan Daniel Diane, the Diane. I think it's Diane. Diane, the main guy, girl. Was it? Do they have it on there? Yeah, the catfish was really funny. That one was kind of set you off for a second. Catfish. <laughs> All right, catfish. if you say so. <laughs> But the tail was something. I can't remember what the tail oh, come was. Come on, that expression looks looks cute. I can't believe we did it in a shouty. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like full. It's a girl. So full force. Here I go. Woo! Here I go, Diane. Yeah, D-Y-A-N. Yeah, so there's three of them. Diane, Pan, and Yuka, I think is. So we did the Diane, who she's the leader of the group, the largest one. It's interesting they didn't use real animals from their region and kind of did. Just or just I, I just know, like the monkeys, almost looks like something something that would be in in real life. So Diane is the tallest and leanest of the group. She's identified with by her large hat with a hole in the center to accommodate her banded head hair. So um, they kind of they kind of went over some of the animals. That you know she was inspired by, so because they you know in the animal when they do the animation experience now they want to really tie it into the real animals that are present in their park. Okay. So you go and see them. So we did that one. It's not an easy creature to draw at all. It's very difficult. Like technically, if you if you just have like its left or right leg on the side, he'll just mm -hmm. look like a genie coming out of a bottle. Right, and we kind of were doing it in, like, she's coming towards you, so her back feet were smaller and her front um, hands were larger. So it got, some of the kids got a little frustrated with it, and it, it was kind of funny because my middle child was like, I don't want to draw that one. But once she got into it, she's like, oh, it's a girl, that's okay. I'm like, seriously? I know, she's been having <laughs> a lot of problems on, on getting some characters as genders, right? Well, she we hadn't seen this movie, so she didn't right. know. Right. I mean, a, I mean, she, for instance, she kept thinking that rabbit from Rain the Pooh is a girl. Well, oh, I think she's thinking of Kanga. Well, rabbit. Rab rabbit. Well, rabbit's oh, a, rab rab rabbit's a guy, obviously. <laughs> he's pulling your leg. Well, she thought he was a girl. Yeah, I think she's pulling your leg. Who knows. Yep. So anyway, so it was a fun day, and it was nice that they had tried in the new movie, and we got to do the new animation. We also, so I really love Asian-inspired foods for some reason. So here. I really love their spices and the taste that they have. Mm-hmm. So here, this this new, on the interview, to the voice, uh, can you look up the voice actors? The voice actors of the writer? The main guy, the main characters. Okay. Okay, so Kylie Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Tran. And, and Akofini. Akofini. The voice of Raina and Sizu. Sizu, yeah. Sizu, the dragon, interviewed that there has been so many cute, inspired Disney characters 
and the brand new one of of this year is baby tuck tuck <laughs> which will yes. make a lot of really bad puns with that name <laughs> like tuck tuck looks like rain tuck tuck roll if you keep forgetting that name just think of gus gus yeah, so I they had a couple of fun little treats in the Animal Kingdom. And one was the Baby Tuck Tuck ice cream sundae. So it's a sundae with chai spice caramel cake, chai caramel sauce, vanilla ice cream, green tea cake crumbles, salted caramel crispy pearls, and an edible image of Baby Tuck Tuck. I don't I don't know if I really want an edible image of Baby Tuck. I know Tuck-tuck. it's like from if they transferred something from Tokyo Disneyland. So, based on white chocolate, you know. Sure, ah, okay. Silk screen on white chocolate. Still, on it's chocolate. it's hard to eat a character. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> the way that the Japanese, you know, they do the beautiful food art and stuff, and then they mm. eat it, and I'm like, really? I don't, I can't, I couldn't eat that. <laughs> too, <pretty>. too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but too I, yeah, I really love green tea ice cream. And I really liked, uh, I really liked this Sunday because I, I love the Asian influence with the chai and the green tea. I thought it was quite lovely. It's definitely, I would not get it unless you've had a chai tea or a green tea before and it's green tea ice cream for sure. And there's definitely um, a very strong, with a chai, I'd say a very strong um, nutmeg taste to it flavor so something you just need to be aware of not probably for the kids more for the adults but again we got at our favorite place to get ice cream pretty much on disney property at the dino bite snacks place over in the dino land area of animal kingdom and i really recommend it it's really lovely and fun fact for tuck tuck's frank frankenstein characteristics it's it was like a pug mm-hmm. a roly-poly and my uh what what comes to mind for hard shell is armadillo but, is but it, it was like a like a paul southeastern southeast asian type of armadillo uh has to be like oh pangolin a pangolin. A chinese pangolin so it has it's very it looks it's very similar to an armadillo type creature, but um, kind of scales all over it and shark claws. Okay. So yeah. And here I was like, baby Tuk Tuk. I thought Tuk Tuk was like a grown up character, <laughs> and he also is. Yeah. And here, the like, Susie. Oh, so this this treat is for the kids. Definitely for the kids. And on this it looks treat. very unicorn like. Yeah. Um, so the Susie, which is the dragon in the Raya, um, there's a Mighty Mist soft serve ice cream, strawberry and vanilla soft serve ice cream with blue tinted white chocolate dipped waffle cone rolled in sparkling sugar. So Adia, my middle child, um, got this one. And this is, you know, right up every child's alley. All sparkly and all sugar. So and she really enjoyed it. And, and, uh, and, and yes, we, all, we obviously spotted the baby Yoda near the end of Animal Kingdom. Oh, well, the, yeah, they had one of the little baby animatronic. Well, not the animatronic, but little robot. It's like a toy. Baby Yoda toys you can buy rolling uh, that's around. That's now being, like... 
translate all over the park. Yeah. It's like Easter egg now. <laughs> and oh, I, yeah. I'll say Susie is like, she's like part llama, part, part eel. Okay. It was from a speech teacher. Oh, you're talking to your speech teacher about that? Yeah. Uh-huh. But before the la- last day at, at Disney World, it, it was Epcot. Oh, are you not done yet? Oh, Ryan, do you have any questions about Animal Kingdom? I don't think so. No, uh uh-uh. Yeah, that one was, that was interesting because it seemed a, li- re- a lot less crowded over there. And I think it was full. Um, but the ride times, you would see the Everest ride sometimes would get down to 25 minutes. And even like you could walk on it at some points. Which is yeah, very interesting, and it's, yeah, which is kind of rare for that, yeah. r- that that ride, that attraction. Yes, yeah, anymore since they opened up Pandora, the boat ride in Pandora was holy mackerel long, like crazy, crazy long. So we did not do that in Pandora for sure. And then we did do um, yeah, so we did the flight of passage. And that was a typical length. It wasn't as crazy as we saw it at Thanksgiving time for sure. I don't know if they were able to get more people on that ride now safely. And so it wasn't as long anymore because I think they were spreading out people further apart, but they didn't really need to. I mean, you're not really that close to anybody on that ride and you're face you're all facing one way. Yeah, so the last day we spent at Epcot, it's the Flower Garden Festival is going on. We didn't do a lot for the Flower and Festival Garden, except just really enjoy everything that was there. And just a tiny scavenger hunt. Right. They had the, the spikes, <clears throat> pollination, exploration um, game going on, on again like they did last year. I think they've done it for two or three years now. And, you know, they had the butterfly garden, but it was really difficult to get in. There was a really long line because it was very limited how many people would be inside. And they didn't have my free applesauce. So I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably, probably hard to find it, harder to find that kind of sponsorship in this year. Right. I mean, it was still sponsored, but, you know, it was kind of a lot less. And for uh, what I thought was interesting is a lot of the th- the merchandise they had available, not a lot of dated material and a lot less available. So it was something they can have from year to year. It's one of those things, fool me once. <laughs> we're, we're not playing this game again. <laughs> so they're very cautious in that, in that way for sure. So, but in, I guess when we were there, if you did the spike exploration, they were doing plates. So they had like the pla- the plastic kid plates and they had spike and they had the orange bird. You got two of them. This really, like if you're going to do a scavenger hunt at Walt Disney World, this one has the best swag with it. <laughs> like We did the winter one and we got a frozen like plastic cup, like you would get the grocery store for like 50 cents. <laughs> really? And last year they had this really cute 
flower pots this year they had the plates and you got two and i'm like really two all right cool and i think now they're doing cups so i'm like all right some good swag going on what kind of cups uh, i think they had lids on them yeah so they're nice they're like and they have a lid it would be you know kind of like sippy cup like an adult sippy cup like for coffee that sort of thing mm-hmm. So they look cute. They're very nice. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, because the rest of the, the ones, I'm like, meh, you know. But this one, you know, got some top merchandise going on. And the cups, there's Spike. And there's also Figment, which is nice. Nice to bring some Figment in there. But yeah, so those were, those were fun. We didn't do the whole thing because we just had one day at Epcot. You know, we wanted to take our time and kind of enjoy our day. So the kids did, I think, about half of the scavenger hunt is what I'd say. Because sometimes those little spikes are pretty darn hard to find. And they're tucked back in there. And you got to do some searching. And, you know, it could take you two or three hours to get one of those done. And, you know, sometimes I just want to be like, oh, there he is. Cool. Don't want to put my whole day into it. But it was fun. We had fun. The kids liked it. They liked it when it was easy to find Spike. You know, we weren't going to do a deep search for it. But so it was fun. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Oh, the opening of Epcot. The entrance to Epcot is beautiful. Because (laughs) it is dedicated to one of my favorite movies. Yes. Fantasia. Yes, for the flowering garden, we've got the broomsticks, we've got the hippos, we've got the ostriches. I think the mushrooms. The mushrooms, yes. Gateway. Maha is really, really nice. You've got Sorcerer Mickey going on. But not just that, it is all vegetation now. No more monoliths sticking out of the ground. No more boards up all over the place. They've got the new fountain in. It's open it's very cool because before it felt like the scorched earth (laughs) yeah those those big slabs of granite with uh steel on top of it just radiated heat just absorbed and radiated heat all day so this is i'm sure i'm sure this i've seen it it looks beautiful um on on tv but i can't wait to see it in person yeah, it's so nice now, and it's just so much more relaxing, right? Because who doesn't like flowers and trees? I mean, come on, mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Not the short. Not the short. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was really nice, and um, the fountain is very subtle. It's, you know, it just has the water kind of flowing, and they have the new Epcot symbol in the middle of it all mm-hmm. glassing. It does not distract from the globe at all when you're entering so that's okay. nice and and but at least we did send one of the pictures of of me with with, with the hedges the topiaries yeah 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 we got lots of pictures we used with the topiaries and i want to talk about my outfit very quickly talk about your outfit yes so this was the most obscure right i'd say of all the outfits you did so there's a lot not as many comments this day, but if they did know who you were, they were pretty thrilled. Okay, so yes, when when I yeah when I when I wore a 
like Professor Bunsen, how you do? Crickets. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely not something you can look at because we didn't. I mean, she just had those um, glasses on. It's like so. ro- rose felt, you said? Rose, rose tinted. Rose tinted. But on the outside, they were green because we wanted. We didn't want to paint your face green. No, right? that's a little bit too costumey. Yeah, so we did the green green glasses, uh, round ones like he wears, and then we had a red scarf, a green uh, vest, vest, and a green and white striped shirt, a bluish sweater. It's long just sweater. one of those characters where they're just always seen in various colors. Right, definitely, and, <clears throat> and we did have a button on you so people could me tell who you were but um i'd say only like what two or three people really knew who you were i think one person did i think there's a yeah one person one of the cast members commented but he really liked your outfit he was really happy to see it uh yeah and he went a little cuckoo with with the with the impressions like oh good bk hey can i order (laughs) you can we have some hammer can we have a hamburger please I'm pretty sure I see, see, finger, 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 finger. Uh, have, have you seen our Miss Miss Piggy and Kermitopiaries? Yes, And it's all yes. like, waka, waka. Right. We definitely took your picture over by the Topiaries. They're Not, in England, right? It was like the middle of England and also by Canada, I believe. Oh, okay. Kind of like that little area between the two. Gotcha. Yeah, and I was like, now can anyone know who I am? Get pictured <laughs> with, with the current of Miss Piggy Hedges. Uh, we just have a big arrow with their name and an arrow pointing down to you. How's that? I'm from the Muppets. I'm from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But fun fact, yeah. uh, I was carrying around Kermit again, but everyone was just like, oh, look, Kermit, Kermit. But. <laughs> That's not the masterpiece you were meant to point at. <laughs> oh, well. You win I, some, you lose some. I, I mean, Ryan, when you looked at that outfit, who did you think I also looked like? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I knew you were Kermit. No. That, no, that, oh, which outfit? The I thought you, just, I thought you said Kermit. Do. Oh. Um, you also kind of, Dr. Buns and Honeydew kind of also looked maybe a little bit like the, the, um, lead singer from that, from the band. Dr. Teeth? Yeah, Dr. Teeth. Yeah, a little bit. I, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say the, the theme song guy from Emperor's New Groove. The theme song guy? I don't know who that one is. Oh. I thought because of the glasses sort of thing. Wasn't I mean, that doesn't Doctor Teeth have glasses? Kind of. There's somebody in that. There's somebody in the band who's in that Muppet. Sorry, there's somebody in the Muppet um, band. Zoot. I think that might it might have been Zoot. He he's also voiced by the same performer. Oh, you want to tell them when we went into the American Pavilion? At yeah, Epcot? Zoot. That was it. Zoot. Zoot. All right. Okay. So Fiona's doing a book report on um, the Soul Book. So the Disney came out with a book that um, to go along with the movie. And so Fiona's doing a book report on it. And we had to stop at the American Pavilion because they kind of had a little tribute to the jazz, history of jazz in the oh, U.S. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
So is that for Soul? The movie yeah. Soul? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, for Soul and then African American History Month too. Gotcha. I think is when they I think that they didn't put it in until that month, but it was definitely because of Soul and the influence of that movie. And so Fiona took pictures of the whole exhibit for us. Because it was like knowledge. I might be doing a project on the movie mm-hmm. and what inspired me within the movie. It was nice because uh, they just kind of had little vignettes and setups for, you know, jazz through the through the years in the in the in the states. And it's interesting because it was nice to just kind of talk to our kids about it because uh we don't talk about a, I mean Jeff and I knew a lot of the musicians just because you being so many years on the earth. <laughs> you kind of run through a huge repertoire of music. Right, because you know, eventually they're gonna. It's used in movies and right. television and played on the radio. And, yeah, yeah. Right, you just kind of, you just infiltrates your life. It's amazing how many songs are in your head. It's a little scary. Yeah, it's part of our culture. Right. So they had like a board for each region. Like they had a Los Angeles board, a New Orleans board, a San San Juan. So that'd be more Puerto Rico. Um, Chicago, of course, New York. And then they had some real instruments from some very famous jazz musicians. I, I'm obviously on loan, I'm assuming. Let's see if I can load up. Like they had one of Louis Armstrong's t- trumpets. So that's totally awesome. And, you know, they had some pictures of him playing his trumpet. So and it was he, cute yeah, how they had yes, it. Yes, you know up. how many times I've been listening to that era of music. Yes, and and like I was talking to you earlier, Ryan, Fiona's really gone deep into this jazz music in the 20s and 30s and the influence and everything. I was telling you, walking by her room is like walking past the Jungle Cruise line. (laughs) What's going on in there? It's the master of of art that that's being repaired. Yes, yeah, so you you hear Ella Fitzgerald coming out of there. You hear Louis Armstrong coming out of there. <laughs> Probably the Andrews sisters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dinah Shore. Dean Crosby. Yeah. He's in there. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know this song, and it, it's funny because I mean, like, your dad, your dad, your grand, sorry, your grand, your grandfather, Fiona. Colleen's dad would love that. My dad would love that too. He'd go hang out in your room if that's what you're playing. <laughs> it's all from my phone. Yeah, no, that's my dad and Fiona are musical souls. I just intertwined, I tell you, because mm-hmm. the music my dad plays in the car, this one it eats up alive. Like she would love it when my dad would pick her up from school. <laughs> but when we have Elias and Ann in the car, I'm just like silent. Yeah, they have. They're obviously really into pop music. Uh, I'm scared of them <laughs> because of their music. Or? They keep throwing in like more foul language. Oh well, you know, kids kind of go through a phases, and you know, someday they'll grow out of it. I wouldn't worry about it too much. They will. It's they will. I like pop music though too, so I, yeah. I can't like. I mean, I'm not picky. <laughs> Don't worry, I listen to Bon Jovi and Talking Heads. 
was it? Oh, I what did I say the other day? And you started singing the song. It was really Psycho fun. Killer. Oh, Psycho Killer. Cha cha cha. And she like picks up and goes. It was when we start That's... watching the fifth episode of Winter Soldier. Oh, oh yeah, movie. yeah. Well, we'll have to have a little discussion of that later. No spoilers. But... That's an interesting little yeah. series. But yeah, so it's really interesting how her musical tastes are really growing and changing. So I'm enjoying it immensely. So yeah, no, I highly recommend. It's like 10 minutes. You know, if you have 10 minutes when you're at Epcot to, to swing in and go to the left. It's really, it's, it's a nice little exhibit. How how is Epcot feeling right now? Because it's so under construction. Um. Oh well. What can you do, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it needs it. I mean, I'm not saying that's this is a bad. I'm so happy Disney is doing what they're doing, continuing oh, yeah. to do what they're doing with Epcot and doing the change. I, I'm excited for it. I know some people are a little disappointed, but I'm excited for some of the changes. Just because you know, it's. I mean, good forty years old now. I'm. I'm really good with change. Yeah. I'm really okay with all the changes they're making to the park right now because to me, it's just kind of making it more friendly and cooler, like temperature-wise, like cooler feeling and more um, comfortable, I think. Now they're, yeah, like, okay, so you just, you have to ignore everything that's happening past the um spaceship earth between spaceship earth and the the lagoon yeah in the like that past that it's just all boarded up and they're they're putting some of the new steel structures in place for the building on the right Mm -hmm. and the left you know they just have that tiny store now and they're reconfiguring that other one i'm sure it'll be lovely when they're done with it and what's coming back fiona Club Coca-Cola. Club Cool's coming cool. back. Yeah, Club Cool. Yeah, with the Coca-Cola. So she's super excited about getting her strange drinks. <laughs> yep, you can get your Beverly again. Get your yes. Beverly um, on. Probably not that. <laughs> oh, okay, no, that's the one. <laughs> she's, you know, but she's totally into that. She's the kid that goes up and does every single drink in her beverage, you know. It tastes like cough syrup, I think. But. Uh, yeah. If I accidentally snuck in some beverage and like the pineapple or mango. Put it in there? Yeah. Yeah, and that might be good. And, and it would, the sweetness it, would, would go with well the with the bitter. Drink. Uh-huh. Let's start a new trend. Pineapple and Beverly. Go. Yeah. If, so if you're one of our listeners and not familiar with Beverly, Beverly is a foreign um, Coca-Cola product that they offer here in the U.S. And it's bitter. It's pretty bitter. Yeah, it's very strange. So if you if you like kind of bitter things like coffee and dark chocolate and that kind of thing, you probably it would be it'll be strange trying it. But you as if you know it's going to be bitter, you might actually really like it. If you're expecting something, is it's when people are expecting something sweet that it just really knocks them on their rear because they're like, if when you're expecting something sweet and you get bitter, it's like, whoa. Yes, because when you think of a soft drink, you think sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think it's it's not carbonated. Is it carbonated? Um, I think it is. I think. Okay, they're not all I remember, carbonated. If I remember, it might not be. I thought it was, but maybe not. 
There's a couple that aren't, I know, and that's always kind of sets me back too because I'm I'm yeah. expecting carbonated. So if you're expecting that little carbonation burn and stuff in your in your mouth and you don't get it yeah that is kind of i love me some carbonated burn Mm -hmm. (laughs) me too oh man so one other thing i want to mention in the american pavilion is they have these incredible native arts displayed there so uh some of these are old some of them are new they're all they've all been created to be um pieces that you admire and look at, you know, not pieces that they would wear. Um, they're beautiful beaded uh, works, mostly beaded and leather items, mm-hmm. some wood carved, you know, that sort of thing and painted. But I mean, the, the just absolutely gorgeous. So definitely go by and, and take a look at those too while you're checking out your jazz. But um, yeah, so that was Epcot. Did you have anything else you wanna add? Fiona? Uh, one more, oh. one more thing. I did, I did also wear the outfit just to go on Journey to Imagination to get that like Dave Goals connection oh, with Figment. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, she was really determined to take her Bunsen, uh, Doctor Bunsen Honey do outfit onto the Journey Imagination ride with all the scientists. And, and it was, it's like, oh, I mean, for sure enough for the outfit, I. I mean, a lot, a lot of people like Beaker, but I mean, for some reason, I also have a thing for Bunsen. Mm-hmm. Like, like who, who's your favorite? Like, who's your favorite under underrated character in the Disney family? It, it's it's Doctor Bunsen. How you do? Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> um, from the Muppets? Huh? Uh-huh. But I thought the Muppets were also Sesame Street. <laughs> yes, the, well, they are. All right, so I think the only thing that was really new this year, the flower and garden, was the they had a prehistoric plant display, and that was over uh, by spaceship or not spaceship or mission space. Hmm. I I love those ferns. Interesting. Yeah. Lots of ferns. Right. <laughs> ferns, Sega palms, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. I think Northern California, redwood forests. Can I yeah. talk? Yes, you may. And here's me by the Let's Play sign with Wreck It Ralph because I was trying to imitate like Nosemore from oh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, that's what you were doing, the Nosemore guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And oh, this, yep. this is clever. They also, they also, they also use they kind of they like they've been done after stamps on the sand. Oh yeah. So living with the land, my husband's favorite ride. Everyone needs everyone needs to go on living on the land every time they go to Epcot. It's just I love that ride. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I'm with you. I love that attraction. It's so peaceful. It's so relaxing, and just I don't know. There's something about being inside a greenhouse. I just love so much. It's so much fun. You you need to do the behind the scenes tour. I did. You did. Okay, yeah. good. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we had a total, the guy, there was one guy in our thing, because this was many years ago. Um, there was a, probably a five years ago, there's a germaphobe on our, on our tour, so he wouldn't touch anything. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, they, they give you samples of food, and he's like, ew, no. I'm like, yeah. Hey, all right. That must be, that's not too fun. You gotta, you gotta try stuff. 
Me? Yeah, I agree. Low chances. But yeah, so living in the land obviously had the flower garden influence and they had some stamps that they would stamp into the sand. So the little flowers and stuff. It was just adorable. Very, very cute. And so I think um, a fun little thing on the way out of the park, they had on some of the boards that they had blocking the entire center of Epcot, they had put little horns and little wings so you could stand and it would look like you had horns and wings behind you mm. and then they had beautiful butterfly wings you could stand in front of which i thought were really cool i saw you sent me a photo of you with the butterfly wings i thought that was cool i thought they did a good job with those they were cute i loved them and they had them at different heights so they had little kid ones and then they had big adult ones so the little kids could get their pictures too with it that well, nice. that's important. Yeah. It is nice because, by golly, I need to look like a butterfly. Don't worry. I didn't enjoy. I, I didn't enjoy with the rest the rest of it. Did you take your picture with that? Yeah, with the figment. Oh, yeah, you did the figment. Because yeah. same voice. The same voice? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And, uh, uh, yeah, after we left, Mom talks about tips on making how, how to do my Bunsen outfit looking more symbolized like him oh yeah like, yeah did you we'll say, work like, on it. say like a headband or something yeah i think next time we'll make you a headband so it stands out a little bit more and ryan did you said something about you having like a some muppet muppet labs i do i've got a muppet lab model uh, it's like it comes it comes in it kind of came in like it's a box set I could get that. Yeah, and I think Beaker comes in that one. Then I got Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, also part of the same series and stuff, but he's like in a little separate box. So, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, that could be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was for their 25th anniversary that they released that back in, oh, good heavens. (laughs) The moments have been populated for a really long time. Around 2000. Yeah. So I was like, it was over 20 years ago. So I've had them for quite a while. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so Muppet Labs was a big, was a big fun thing that I remember in life. So I was like, oh, I want the Muppet Labs. Was, <laughs> so. As a science teacher, one must. Yes, one must. Yes. I've learned a lot about biology this year. Biology has definitely changed since I was in high school. <laughs> Yeah, what you have to learn. Yeah, definitely. You know? Oh, yeah. Everyone needs to pick up a high school biology book and take a look-see. Because if you have not cracked one in 30 years, it's changed a lot. It has changed a lot. <laughs> yeah. The, well, it's been the genetics component uh-huh. and stuff. Oh, so, uh-huh. so radically different what we know now. Well, it, I, it was that we when I was in high school, it was just when they were starting to really tap into discovering all that stuff. Yeah. So just having the technology in, in order to investigate what was really going on. So I remember it happening in real time, but now it's so intricately um, discussed and there's so much more that they concretely know about this stuff. It's amazing. It's, it is a fascinating field. Biotech has you know really boomed as an industry. It really almost didn't exist when we were kids. No, well, they just didn't have the technology to... Right, the computing technology and the machinery and all that, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
So in, in the true spirit of um, Dr. Bunsen, how you do crack open a biology book. I do. <laughs> I agree with that. Still, there would be, be recognized as being called Beaker and that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculously talking. One more thing on this. So it's amazing because seeing my grandmother, right? So she was born, um, my mom's mom was born in 1922. So, you know, she graduated in high school, what, 1940, right? So her biology class compared to my mom's biology class compared to my biology class compared to my daughter's biology class is amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's a different world girls and boys different world that's almost 100 years it's the big blue yeah. world big blue world all right are we good? Are we good about Walt Disney World, sweetie? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Thanks for sitting with us through that one, girls and boys. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Dispotopolis. And now it is time for us to say goodbye to all our family. Thanks for joining us tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed our ending conversation about our trip uh, to Walt Disney World uh, during spring break, our short but fun trip that we had. All right, Fiona, you ready to say goodnight? Mm, uh, just for a warning uh, for last episode, uh, as as in my Kermit Bound, a cast member said, uh, uh, there is a bit of... There is a bit of a reference to Kermit on the mask singer. Oh. So even though that's like, but for all, all of us, it's one of the shows we keep avoiding. And yes, <laughs> it is. It's kind of like a train wreck. <laughs> yes. And uh, yes, Elias. And it's one of Elias's shoot show offs. Mm-hmm. I think we watched like one episode of it and it was just so drawn out with a lot of nothing happening in between that we're just, yeah, it was, it was too hard to get invested in it. Boring. <laughs> yeah. Or, or that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I sometimes think Elias is just saying, oh, everyone's not acting like themselves on the show. They're, a little bit over the top. They're just pretending. Yeah. A little bit over the top. It happens. I mean, it, even though it shows, even though it shows parts of being a mascot. Mm-hmm. All right, Fiona, you gonna say goodnight? We gonna say goodnight too. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you're coming to the end of school, so who would you like to say goodnight to? Oh uh, yeah. Where's my list of teachers? Oh, you're the the whole list of teachers? Not literally. Oh, or the ones that you went. So there's Miss Mendoza. I'll say goodnight to Miss Mendoza, Miss Miss Smith. Mm-hmm. Miss. You can say Miss Garcia. Miss Garcia. And let's see. Um. Uh, it was in economics. Oh, Miss Hernandez. Miss Hernandez. Yeah, Miss Hernandez. All right. I think those uh, are the ones we we're focusing on. Yeah. I just just for tonight, a lie. Legos, we're going to watch Tron Legacy, and it's a cool movie, even though it's not Marvel. <laughs> yep, that'll be fun, huh? 
Sure. Yeah, and you can catch Fiona at Fiona Toe Girl on Instagram and on Twitter, and at, Fiona, at Facebook at Fiona Hale Artist. All right, Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody out there? Well, good night to my mom mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. my Aunt Dolores and to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us. Um, special shout out to Fiona's educators. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, and all educators, we appreciate you. So you can reach me at Ryan Flint underscore edu. And with and with dragging my mom to to biology and and re-memorizing memorizing the facts oh helping you because fiona needs a lot of help sometimes when there's very lengthy information kind of uh rifling through and weeding out the information that she doesn't need and finding separating out the information that she does need from like i know it's just it could be hard to explain some like major words Right, like this week we were, we were watching the James Cameron movie uh, about his underwater adventures, which is really, really fascinating. And she was supposed to point out what issues did they have when developing the technology to uh, be able to do these deep sea dives and how did they solve these problems. And so sometimes, you know, they'll talk very quickly through the problem and very quickly through the solution, and then there would be a lot of information in between that didn't pertain to what you needed. So I was helping you find specific points that were important. And totally when, when we start off talking about we just pick up whatever's at the beginning, and that'll just be done. Well, it wasn't quite like that. There just happened to be at the beginning a lot of, they were talking about a lot of uh, problems and a lot of solutions. So that was easy to get to the information quickly, where sometimes uh, we have to watch uh, the entire film before we even get to answering the question. So I thought that was nice of the teacher. But she did sit through the rest of the James Cameron documentary. We didn't, we didn't, just, <laughs> well, good. We didn't just stop watching it when he had our answers. So... There you go. All right. Now I'm going to say goodnight to everyone out there. And thank you for listening. And goodnight to my mom and Aunt Lynette. And happy Mother's Day. Uh, Hope you guys had a great day. We're actually celebrating Mother's Day next weekend. Because, uh, you know, we want to have a nice, relaxing, less crowded experience. (laughs) That's a good idea. Never thought of that. My dad made a desktop picture of... Of all the Disney moms you could possibly think of. Oh, cool. Did you request that? Well, well, yeah, I, I, I just explained what we usually did for Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And you can catch me on uh, Instagram and Twitter as Tink Scout. And I'm on Facebook, too. Uh, but mostly you probably want to follow our Dispodopolis. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and um, Pinterest. You can catch us there. And Dispodopolis is D-I-S-P-O-D-O-P-O-L-I-S. That's us. That is. And also on YouTube. And pretty soon we're hoping to have some more little pieces up for you guys. Yes. Yes, we'll work on that. Especially since Fiona's graduating soon, we'll have... 
an enormous amount of free time. <laughs> and we have the new Wayne the Pooh Lego set. Oh, yeah. That is super exciting. Yeah, we're going to have to do a little video for that, huh? Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you real soon. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings of love. And now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings of love. Tipples rolling down my face. Trying to forget my feelings of love. Are you done? Yes. Okay. What was that? <laughs> Why are we saying feelings? Because that's that's a song I've been recently been taught tauted. Ta- okay, why were we singing feelings the other day? What is that from? Well, it's just it's just from well, it's just from the music writer um, Morris Albert. Well, I know, but why were we singing feelings? Did it come up or something? No. Uh, okay. Um, Jeff. Jeff. Your dad. Jeff got a posted face. Facebook, Facebook clip from a TV show, uh, from the Muppet Show. Oh, and they were singing feelings. Yeah, Beaker oh, did it. Oh, Beaker was singing feelings, but he was meeping it. Oh, okay, all right. If gotcha. any guys remember that. Meep beep, meep beep, meep beep, meep beep. But since I have Robin, I I switched around those voices. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Because it was a lot of frog talk at the beginning. Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.